Hello and welcome to this edition of Good Business Pays TV, uh, where we hear from people who pay fast, they pay their suppliers fast, and today we are joined by a couple of folks from TSB Bank, who were one of the Fast Payer Award winners back in November 2022. In fact, they won two years running, 2021 and 2022. And the point of this broadcast today is to hear a little bit about the TSB story and from the people behind that organization that make things run fast. So we're joined by uh, Kate today and Rebecca. Kate, would you like to tell us a little bit about um, TSB, of course? Uh, we think we know, but we might not know all about them and about your role there, please. Yeah, certainly, Terry. Thank you. Yes, yeah, so um, TSB is a medium-sized bank. Um, we're around about the seventh largest by kind of the number of branches and the people who work with us and the number of customers that we have. Uh, and we serve um, around about five million customers through our branches, uh, through video and telephone banking um, and online. Um, and we've, we've got a pretty pretty long heritage, actually. So we've been around uh, for more than 200 years. We started at the um, right at the beginning of the saving banks movement, which kind of um, means that we're quite rooted in our um, traditions and the, the way that we want to support communities. Um, so for me, um, I head up the responsible business team at TSB. And what that means is that I lead the work that we do under our uh, Do What Matters plan, which is our responsible business strategy. Um, and that encompasses a whole range of things. But collectively, the actions that sit under that add up to supporting financial and social inclusion, um, driving and advocating for fair business practice um, and supporting a just transition to a greener planet. Thank you, Kate. And Rebecca, same question to you. Tell us a bit about your role and, and how you work in the bank. Yeah. Um, so I am part of the accounts payable team. Um, and within the team, I my role is called the AP processor. Um, so I am essentially like the final person that will see and do any of the final checks on any invoices um, before they are released and then paid to the vendors and suppliers. Um, so it's up to me essentially to do that final check on any invoices, make sure we've got all the correct information, we've got sufficient funds against purchase orders, et cetera, to be able to pay those invoices. Um, there's a lot of correspondence between internal and external contacts to be able to get invoices to this place. Um, so it's really important kind of within our role that we're really efficient with our time management um, and getting that correct communication. Um, I also, within also doing the invoices, we also do um, internal reports on a weekly and monthly basis um, where we can track how we're doing with paying our suppliers within the print payment. Um, and then any that haven't been paid within terms, we can then also reflect, see what has been working, what hasn't been working, um, and then put plans in place going forward of how we can improve that throughout the year. Terrific. Thank you. Kate, I'm going to come back to you with a first question and um, link some of the things that Rebecca just mentioned, probably to my questions as we go through. But can you tell us a bit more about the Do What Matters plan? Um, I think that's what you call it, Do What Matters plan. Uh, what, what I'm interested in in particular is why TSB Bank thinks that paying suppliers fast, promptly on time, matters and how that fits into your do what matters plan 
Yeah, so the Do What Matters plan is is, is basically um, demonstrating a commitment that we've made to wider society. Um, so it's focused on, you know, obviously doing the right thing for our customers, doing what matters for the people that work in the bank, you know, by paying them fair wages. Um, but, you know, with our wider commitment to society, that includes our supply chain. It also includes the communities that we work in. Um, when we were devising the plan, it was actually around, around the time that the pandemic hit in 2020. Um, and so we were looking for things where we felt that we could make the biggest difference that had an impact and meant something to our constituents. So, um, you know, paying our supply chain at that time was vitally important. And it was one of the things that we decided very early on that we wanted to, to get behind and to do and deliver. And the reports that Rebecca mentioned around how well is the bank doing, how far up the chain of command do they go in terms of being seen and being acted upon? Um, so these are these go up to executive level. Um, so obviously I produce it, they then go off to, so um, the weekly and monthly stats that I produce um, are for internal recording purposes only. Um, and then half one and half two for each year um, are then reported externally on the BEIS website, which is part of the government, which is the British Energy and industrial strategy portal um so yes they go for myself i produce them um along with a couple of other people with their support and then it goes off to the managers and then it goes to executive on a monthly basis mm. so yeah, i think it's up. worthwhile adding so, sorry, Rebecca, I think it's worthwhile adding, Terry, that um, also when we first set out the prompt payment, this was quite a change to some of our behaviours in the bank. Um, and so every single month, the stats were going to the executive le level so that their function leads could see how individual invoices were being progressed through the system. So there was um, both scrutiny and accountability at the most senior level in the organisation. So, so this is something, and I've seen this at a few fast-paying companies, that in a sense you're taking the values and the mission of the organisation at the do-what-matters level, but operationalising them in AP and then bringing it back up to the executive level to check whether that operationalising is actually working. Yeah, absolutely. And from a business uh, case perspective, you know, some CFOs might say, well, the best the best thing to do is to conserve cash for the company. Um, why would we hand out the money that we've got to other suppliers before we need to? Well, how how is the business? I know it's, you describe it as doing the right thing, but what is the actual business case for the bank? Do you see examples of because we've paid these small suppliers faster, something better has happened as a result? Do you want me to answer that one? <laughs> um, so I mean, by us, I always think, so by us paying our suppliers quickly, um, it then means we can then potentially be in a position where we can negotiate like quick payment rates with them. Um, so if we get essentially like a preferential rate or a slight discount because we pay them within quicker terms of what they're expecting, um, we can then pass that on to provide better services quicker services and then it can kind of go all the way down the chain to our branch customers um online customers etc so they're going to receive better services and potentially save money as well 
I think there's also um, we've seen kind of efficiency being driven in the business because, um, you know, to pay quickly, we really had to look at every step of our process um, and we ironed out some of the wrinkles and some of the duplication. Um, and, and we invested quite heavily some time in getting people to understand the steps they needed to take to, to be able to pay quickly. Um, and now that we've got that as part of our kind of um, DNA, I suppose you'd call it. It's you know the, the whole process just moves much more swiftly. There's, there's like I said, there's clear accountability and ownership for you know if you if you have a supplier and you're buying something, you know wherever you sit in the business, you're responsible for making sure that that payment is is made within the the agreed timescales. So I think it's it's kind of changed a bit of a mindset for for us in in the bank. Now I know that the um, the TSB is quite involved with. Um, pushing the, the, the idea of faster payment through all channels, including the government channels. Um, I was invited to a very successful TSB event at Westminster just a couple of weeks ago where the small business minister, the shadow small business minister, uh, small business commissioner were all there uh, talking about faster payment. What, what do you think uh, uh, TSB's advice to other organizations should be and to the government should be around uh, faster payment you have a view on that at all well I, I mean i have i have a view um, my, my view very clearly is that it is the right thing to do so um if you if you you know you you receive a good goods or services you should be paying for them in a, in a timely way um but equally i think um i think there's something about uh, the smaller, small businesses, medium-sized businesses, um, you know, they're the kind of the, the, the backbone of Britain. So, um, you know, and they are the ones that are most likely to be adversely impacted if they don't get their invoices paid on time. And that cash flow, you know, can have a lasting damage, not only on those businesses, but on the British economy, of which we are part of. So uh, for me, it's incumbent on everybody, wherever they sit in the, in the chain, to, to play their part and to, and, and to basically stump up the cash when they've, when they've received a good or service. Absolutely. And do you do you um, have a different strategy around speed of payment to to larger companies than smaller companies? Um, uh, is it all the same? And if it, if you do have a different approach to small businesses, one of the problems that sometimes people point out is knowing who the small businesses are, how they identify themselves. Um, how maybe it's for Rebecca this one. How do you approach that difference between paying small and large and identifying the small if you have a different approach? Um, so all invoices that we receive into TSB, we've got tight SLAs that we try and abide to um, from as soon as they're received into the business, going through to being uploaded onto our system, processed and paid and kind of leaving us and going to them. Um, as for differentiating between the larger and then the smaller medium enterprises, so smaller medium enterprises, we have developed these and prioritised in our daily work processes that we do um, to get these ones essentially through the system a little bit quicker than the other ones because we have um, created a pledge where we will pay any smaller medium enterprises within ten, where we can, ten calendar days. Um, so, on a daily basis not including weekends, I produce a um, separate report that highlights the small and medium enterprises, where they are in the system, um, and if they're sat with someone for approval or if there's an issue with it, then 
the appropriate action can be taken so that we can get it resolved within a timely manner so we can get it out the door within 10 days. Um, larger enterprise invoices is still exactly the same, but obviously it's not the same time pressure because we haven't, we pledged to pay those within 30 days, not 10 days. So we have got slightly longer, but we still have the exact same process of um, chasing and monitoring those as well. Um, as for differentiating between small, medium and large enterprises, the so small and medium ones, um, I believe our differentiation for them is to do with their annual turnover and the number of employees that they have. And do, do you get them to tell you that information in the process of signing up suppliers? Is yeah. that how you... Yeah, so at the um, onboarding process of any new vendor, um, it has to come from whoever the business manager is um, for that supplier. They send in the request form from that business. Um, and there's certain questions on there that kind of that we can differentiate whether or not they're going to be determined as a small and medium enterprise. So Kate, I've got um, a question which is sort of your three tips, if you like, or three pieces of advice for other large businesses. Um, clearly for TSB, this is a strategy that's working. It's part of your uh, uh, part of your broader ESG, if you like, or CSR strategy. But mm -hmm. talking to other businesses in the kind of role that you have, what advice would you give them on why they should change their behavior? Because you are in a small amount of uh, companies that pay fast. We only found 270 companies out of 5,000 that qualified for uh, uh, this fast payment award. So clearly you're in the minority, but a brilliant minority. Um, what advice would you have for other large organizations? So are you talking about advice in how to do it or, or, or reasons why you should do it? The reasons why you should do it. Okay. Uh, so, I mean, I think that there are there are a fair few reasons, but not least, um, most most businesses will be setting themselves up to be some kind of responsible business. It's absolutely demanded of us by, you know, customers, our stakeholders, and the people who work for us. Um, and it is such a, a significant proof point to to say that you put your money where your mouth is when it comes to supporting kind of like the ecosystem of business. So for me. If you want credibility and authenticity in this particular space, then you absolutely need to do that. Um, I think the other stuff is it, it, it feels like a really tricky thing to do. If some, you know, when 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 we approached to do this first off, we were like, God, how the heck are we going to do it? But but it just shows that when you're really determined, um, and I think the pandemic basically encourage that kind of behavior in a lot of business to think outside of their normal norms and to challenge their processes. I think if you can um, just set yourself that challenge of, of how could we make this happen, you'll find it, it it's not that it won't be difficult, but it, you know, it might be easier than they think. So that would be my advice. Have a go and, you know, and then you're, you, you, you can be authentic. Thank you. And Rebecca, probably the more specific question to you around, uh, are there specific things that you would recommend to sort of people that run AP departments or finance and procurement? Uh, I, I do get quite a lot of pushback from organizations that said it, it isn't possible to pay people this fast without processes. What, what tips would you have for other people in the AP world, in the finance mm -hmm. world? Here are the three or four things you should do to make this happen. Um, number one thing is absolutely to have 
strong communication and good teamwork within the varying departments and teams um, that do this. So accounts payable, we work very closely with procurement and the supplier managers. Um, and then kind of from working with them, we can then filter through um, when needed, we can provide training and support to other partners within TSB about the importance of why it's right getting invoices correct the first time so it doesn't delay. Um, teamwork, strong communication. I mean, those are the two absolute pivotal ones that we do. Um, but I think also, like we've touched on before, is trying to be efficient with our processes. So taking that time to review what you do on a daily basis and how you do it and see whether or not you can streamline it to make it um, like quicker and more workable and more user-friendly. Um, because then as soon as you can do things like that, then everyone can do it. Um, if you've got any new new starters, having a good training plan um, and just building a strong accounts payable team, like we've got an extremely strong team. Um, we're only a small team within the business, um, but we all work really well together. We all communicate really well and we have regular meetings um, and like communication throughout the day. We've got teams chats that we, if we've got any problems, we can just pick up to each other and get it sorted. Brilliant, thank you. Well, uh, that's pretty much the end of it. We're uh, up to 16 or 17 minutes uh, of really good experience. Thank you to TSB uh, on behalf of the sort of 6 million small businesses of the UK because you're doing a great job there. Thank you, Kate, and thank you, Rebecca. Is there anything else that you wanted to cover before we uh, close for today? Any other messages that you might want to, to give? No, just thank you for the opportunity. It's, uh, we love talking about this stuff because we're really proud of it. Yeah. So thank you for having me. Also, well, you should. Hopefully, it's been useful. <laughs> it, it, it will be very useful. Thank you for joining us today. And um, we look forward to you winning your next award in oh. November uh, 2023. <laughs> Fingers crossed.